I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the Thing, I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like jazz bassist Christian McBride. Jazz is based on improvisation, but there's very much a form to it. You have a conversation based on that melody and those chord changes. So it's kind of like giving someone a topic and say, okay, talk about this. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to How Stuff Works Now. I'm your host, Lauren Vogelbaum, a researcher and writer here at How Stuff Works. Every week, I'm bringing you three stories from our team about the weird and wondrous advances we've seen in science, technology, and culture. This week, a zebra shark underwent a surprising virgin birth. And, unrelated, wetted blankets are bringing relief to some people with anxiety. But first, staff editor Eves Jeffcoat and our freelance writer Jessalyn Shields explore an ecological side of a political issue. What would a border wall do to local wildlife? You may have heard, President Trump has some plans to build a wall between Mexico and the United States. And it's not just a little wall a bunny could hop over. This wall is going to be tremendous. But regardless of how much geopolitical sense you think this little construction project makes, a giant wall between Mexico and the United States will take its toll on wildlife. To humans, the desert borderlands between Mexico and the American Southwest might seem hot, dry, and inhospitable, but they support a bumping ecosystem featuring animals like bighorn sheep, the American roadrunner, yes, of Looney Tunes fame, and the endangered North American jaguar. Building a wall in the middle of all this will undoubtedly pose big problems for wildlife. Tremendous problems. We know this because researchers have been studying the effects of the 650 miles, or 1,046 kilometers, of security infrastructure that already exists on the border of Mexico and the U.S., the environmental regulations for which were waived by the Department of Homeland Security. A 2011 study by researchers at the University of Texas at Austin shows that parts of these barriers have cut off some reptiles, amphibians, and mammals from up to 75% of their native ranges. The study concludes that new barriers would put even more species at risk. So, why is it so important that ecosystems remain intact and connected? Basically, animals need to breed with each other to survive and desert species in particular must migrate to find food and water. A wall, like the one Trump has proposed, would very likely isolate populations of all sorts of animals. 
small populations are more likely to go extinct without access to varied genetic material from individuals of other populations coming and going. This would lead to a loss of overall species variation, which begins the downward spiral into extinction. Pronghorn antelope, which have trouble jumping fences and often get caught in them, as well as bighorn sheep, which migrate through southwest Texas, could be endangered by the wall. Though pronghorn and bighorn sheep are at the most immediate risk of starvation or thirst if a large physical barrier rises along the border, over longer periods of time, the wall would also affect snakes and tortoises, whose populations could become isolated. The good news? At best, a wall might provide a nice sunning spot for lizards. And those guys would be fine climbing right over that thing. But overall, it's going to be very difficult to mitigate the impacts of constructing a wall. And the ecological ramifications of a wall could extend well beyond the immediate surrounding landscape, affecting nearby rivers and distant bodies of water alike. The desert is prone to erosion, which could push tons of sediment into the Rio Grande. So look out, fish. The wall is coming for you, too. Next up, managing editor Allison Loudermilk and our freelance writer Kate Kirshner look into the science behind therapeutic hugs. Not all of us want to hug when we're stressed out. And some people, especially those with sensory processing problems, do want to hug. They just might not want to get it from a person. Temple Grandin, the noted animal scientist and autism activist, had a solution. Grandin invented a squeeze machine that helped relax some children with autism and ADHD, or Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Autism can affect a person's ability to interact and communicate, and ADHD can affect impulse control and the ability to focus. Some autistic children seek physical pressure to cope with overstimulation. The idea behind Grandin's invention is that deep-touch pressure, like cuddling or hugging, can be calming. Now some industrious folks think adults with anxiety and other conditions like insomnia and stress might benefit from deep-touch pressure, too. So, companies like Mosaic Weighted Blankets and Sensacalm have introduced blankets that weigh about 3 to 25 pounds, or 1 to 11 kilograms, and they're designed to pretty much smother the muscles into relaxing. Want to know what adds weight to the blankets? It's not magic beans. Nope, the manufacturers generally use polypropylene pellets, those hard little plastic balls that you might find in stuffed animals. Is there any evidence that the blankets alleviate these ailments? The short answer? Sort of. One 2015 Swedish study found that a weighted blanket improved insomniac sleep time and experience. Important note there. The study was supported by a grant from a manufacturer of weighted blankets. Another paper found that adults were calmed by weighted blankets. 63% of the 32 participants reported lower anxiety after using one. Since deep-touch pressure is reported to lower heart rates and cortisol levels while increasing serotonin, that neurotransmitter that maintains mood balance, it makes sense that weighted blankets could help moderate the nervous system. Of course, not every intervention works for every person. While some might find a heavy blanket comforting and soothing, others might find it a $300 way to feel like they're being smothered. Finally this week, staff editor Christopher Hasiotis has another piece from Jessalyn Shields. This is the story of a zebra shark who lacking a mate, went ahead and had babies all on her own. If your dog suddenly gave birth to a litter of puppies, you might be surprised, but you'd know one thing for sure. Somehow, some way, she managed to rendezvous with a male dog. Well, that, and the next thing on your to-do list would be to post on Facebook to see if anyone wanted to adopt an adorable little ball of fur, because you sure don't need those puppies around your house. 
This month, a new paper published in the Nature Journal Scientific Reports describes the unusual case of a zebra shark, known by the scientific name Stegostoma fasciatum and the everyday name Leone, at Queensland, Australia's Reef HQ Aquarium. Leone, despite not having had contact with a male shark for more than three years, laid three eggs that all hatched healthy baby sharks. And though Leone's handlers were surprised, they didn't assume she somehow magicked her way into the tank of a male shark. No. The most reasonable explanation is actually even weirder, that she just made some babies without the help of a male. This nifty little trick is called parthenogenesis, or virgin birth, in which a female reproduces without her eggs having been fertilized. Although it isn't all that uncommon in the natural world among plants and invertebrates, scientists keep stumbling on instances of vertebrate parthenogenesis that are total shockers, like the reticulated python at the Louisville Zoo, for instance, in Kentucky, that had never been near a male in her whole life, but hatched out six healthy daughters back in 2012. But what's really odd about Leonie's case is that she had reproduced sexually once before, and then, a few years later, switched it all up to asexual reproduction. Genetic tests confirm this second set of babies are now the product of just one parent, not two. So, Leonie actually cloned herself and birthed her own clones. This is the first known case of this sexual-to-asexual switch happening in sharks, though it has been observed in a spotted eagle ray, which is a close shark relative. It's really handy to be able to produce viable embryos without the help of a partner, but scientists aren't sure why animals that usually reproduce sexually will simply clone themselves. Consider it a testament to how serious the business of reproduction really is to all organisms that, when cut off from sexual partners, the female of some species will just get the job done herself. So, to any mothers out there who feel like they just have to do everything around here, know this. There's at least one zebra shark out there who feels your pain. That's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Further thanks to our audio producer, Dylan Fagan, and our editorial liaison, Allison Loudermilk. Subscribe to Now, Now, for more of the latest science news, and send us links to anything you'd like to hear us cover. Plus, the name of your favorite murder ballad. I'm looking for some Valentine's Day listening. Have a happy one, by the way, if you choose to celebrate that kind of thing. You can send us an email at nowpodcast at howstuffworks.com. And, of course, for lots more stories like these, head on over to our home planet, now.howstuffworks.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the Thing, I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like jazz bassist Christian McBride. 
Jazz is based on improvisation, but there's very much a form to it. You have a conversation based on that melody and those chord changes. So it's kind of like giving someone a topic and say, okay, talk about this. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.